0: Hey, welcome to The Agency Blueprint, the podcast for agency owners looking to explore strategies for scaling a truly profitable agency, reducing stress, and getting your personal life back. I'm your host, Robert Patton, business coach and contract CFO to agencies. To download a free copy of my international best-selling book, The Agency Blueprint, go to creativeagencysuccess.com. I wanted to start today with a story about an agency that was... You know, had brought in a fair amount of revenue, was doing about five million dollars in rev at the time, but was not very profitable. I mean, they had some profit, but not um, profitable profitable enough, and not meeting the KPIs that they wanted to. And they had been raising their prices, and and they thought doing the right work, but were not really able to figure out what was going on and why projects were not being profitable. So. Uh, they hadn't really been um, tracking time up until this point, and they they ended up needing to institute a time tracking system so that I could do a time study. Once they had instituted a time tracking system, we went through all of their time entries and information and started getting some information side by side of different clients, different projects, and understanding where the profitability gaps were and sort of where Resources were being spent and, and sometimes even wasted that was causing the agency to have strapped resources, a fairly good amount of revenue, but I mean, could be improved, but just profitability was not where it needed to be. What we ended up finding while going through all of their reports was that when you had a project stayed within one department, it was phenomenally profitable, actually well above industry norm but the moment that it went from one department to another from strategy to creative or from creative and actually out to production or from creative to digital and these different types of mindsets in there were a good size agency and were really sort of struggling figuring out how they were going to be able to get things going and it was Really, the solution was a pretty simple solution, and it was two-pronged. The first solution was they needed to create a created brief that allowed everyone to have the information that they needed when they started working on the project that they had. And two, that one person from every department would be involved in the client onboarding or project onboarding conversation to allow for them to be able to have information transfer, not have losses in communication between departments. And this had some pretty sweeping changes and improvements to the agency. While the interdepartmental component of this particular agency was a little bit of an outlier, communication issues and how that actually directly affects profitability is extremely common, and I see it all the time. And one of the primary areas of issue and profitability problem within an agency. There's so many things that happen from communication breakdowns, from people problems, to client errors, to revisions needed because we missed the mark, to project management problems, to anxiety, to overwhelm, to everything that we do comes down to the way that we communicate with each other and our agency's efficiency and ability to do our job well is predicated on how well we can communicate. And so I wanted to talk to you in this episode about some key fundamentals and communication strategies to allow for your team to be effective communicators with each other and just setting communication standards within um, with external people as well. So First thing that I think is extremely important that a ton of agencies miss is having a client communication standard and an internal communication standard. So with the client communication standard, you want to have it be, hey, how do you, what is the tone of the email type of voice that you're going to be emailing in, the frequency by which you respond. Um... How do you actually respond? Is it always that you provide an answer and solution by a specific time, or do you just provide a response letting them know when it's gonna get done? These type of things is extremely important to understanding how people are gonna uh, communicate with external world, especially clients. And then having internal communication standards by, again, how quickly you're gonna respond, where is the information gonna be housed, how do you communicate things completely, so one of the things that is like a major, major breakdown here is that I see communication channels and they become really, really, really long and they go on forever. And the reason why this happens is someone will send an email with 5% of the information. The person receives it that needs to take it, take it in action it and do whatever they need to do internally. And when they receive it, they end up realizing that I only have this much information. I've got these three questions. So they send those three questions over, then they get a response. Those responses are half answers. So they ask follow-up questions and it goes back and forth like this for a while. One of the things that, I, and this happens, I've been seeing this happen even, even more in the age of starting to get into more remote working. And I think it's really important to recognize how this happens. And this, this happens more with not having direct communication with team members. So I have a rule that i recommend to clients and a rule that i have within my own business as well um, that i actually even do the same thing with clients that if emails go back and forth more than twice that it's time to actually get on a phone call or in a zoom call or in teams or whatever your method of communication nowadays, communication nowadays and you make sure that you get on a time to actually just solve the problem get to the root of it figure it out eliminate the communication problem and solve it make sure that everyone's on the same page And it saves a lot of time. Everyone thinks that going back and forth via email, it's a ton of frustration, causes anxiety, it's irritating, and it's just not fun. And I mean, why would we be continuing to spend 40 hours a week, if not more, doing something if we are not having fun? One of the other things that has been just a huge kicker recently as well is all these different chat systems from Slack to Teams that we're utilizing internally now create this ability to just have so many forms of communication causing and i know for me communication overwhelm i don't like having communication in so many different places and also it creates this feeling of anxiety and anxiousness that you need to respond to everything very quickly as well and i think it's really important to recognize that it's difficult to one, remember things that are happening via chat. So I have a rule that if it actually requires an action, then it shouldn't be something that's sent in an instant message format, that it should be managed within the project management system. But also when something is sent via chat message that we put qualifiers as to what it means. So what I was noticing and um, what was happening was that When you're sending instant messages, people tend to think that it's urgent or it should be something that's stopping them and what's going on. So there's a couple things that that we did. One of the things was that I eliminated all notifications on all systems, whether it be email, instant messengers, um, video calls, all of that, no notifications that if you're focusing on something, you're focusing on something, you're available when you need to be available and when you're able to be available to discuss with someone. And the other thing was that you put qualifiers into the messages that you're sending. So when you have something that's urgent, you can put that urgent reply needed, or no reply needed, or re- reply when available. Like those types of things that put qualifiers around instant messages, because people started to send them, and I know that I noticed this myself, and it was happening across multiple different clients, and one this type of instant messaging type software had started to roll out in, in business life that people were started to utilize it, utilizing it as one of the primary forms of communication, which it should not be. It's meant to solve quick problems. It's meant to reach out to people so that you can solve something quickly. It's the, the equivalent of like water cooler conversation or like, hey, are you available for a second type thing is what it really should be for. Not solving and going chatting back and forth type of thing is not what it's intended for. So it's super important that you make sure that you are managing the way that your team members are communicating with each other and the standards by which that you actually have them communicate. One of the things that I think is also incredibly, incredibly important is that you make sure that the information is available to the people that need it. And I mean, I think that this, you're probably saying, yeah, that's an obvious thing, Robert, but the amount of time that I see people searching for information Hey, this could be saved here, or it could be saved here, or it could be saved here, or it could be saved here. I'm looking in the project management system. I'm looking in my file management system. I'm looking in Google Drive, and then I'm looking on the server. I'm looking in different folders, and I'm lost. I spent 15 minutes looking for a file, and I did that six times today, three times today. Even if it's just three, that's 45 minutes. If it's twice, it's 30 minutes. Multiply that twice a week throughout the entire year and that's a huge amount of time that I would have much preferred spend in another way and I would have much preferred not having my team members doing that as well. So saving files and the way that we have information saved so that the people that need it know where it is, know how to access it is so 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 incredibly important and has some pretty far-reaching impacts to businesses. I know for an example, a client of mine was having this issue with a file naming and having information available, and what we were able to do was have them create new file naming systems and how they had file structures and had them go through, and it was a pretty far reaching um, process, but they ended up saving in the end about $250,000 a year of employee time that allowed for that employee time to then be reallocated for billable work. Or even time off and creating more happy team members that are more creative, happier service providers, and more fun to be around. There's a couple things that I just think that you want to, when you're putting together a communication strategy, you want to make sure that you have defined what the objective is, what you're looking to solve, what's really important, your non-negotiables, and then just the nice-to-haves. Bring team members into the conversation so that they can help brainstorm what's actually going on real time for them. Ideally, having people in each different level of your agency so that they have a very clear understanding. And for even for small agencies, this can be a pretty far-reaching problem. And to larger organizations, is even more of an issue. Tends to be at least I highly recommend that you spend some time looking into your communication strategy, making sure that you have an understanding of how people communicate with each other, the preferred method of communication, what type of information and communication is intrusive, and what is the way that's really going to allow for them to connect and help resolve things as quickly, effectively, and efficiently as possible while allowing them to have the free space and the mind to be able to focus on things. I know for me, and there's studies that have been done, two different theories, whether 25 or 50 minute blocks are the best way To spend on things and one of the things that I hear frequently and I know it's slightly different context but one of the things when it comes to time tracking that I've um, had many clients tell me said hey Robert I don't have time to be able to time track because I'm constantly moving around from thing to thing to thing to thing and this type of communication strategy and communication standard allows for you to be able to think about things like that because the vast majority of that's happening is like hey i'm looking at this email then i'm looking at this chat message and then i'm working on this file and then i'm back to this email and i'm back over here the most incredibly inefficient way that you could ever work is doing that so if you set up your communication standards to not create an environment like that you'll be better off you'll be happier you'll be less stressed out and have a much more efficient agency Thank you for joining us today on the Agency Blueprint Podcast. To find out more, go to agencyblueprintpodcast.com. For links mentioned in this episode, please check out the show notes. As always, go to creativeagencysuccess.com to jumpstart your agency today.